everyone, and welcome back to Between Realities. How the hell are you? Yeah, we're in season three. I'm Alex. This is Skiva. What's up? It's good to see you guys. Um, chat, what's up? We have an excellent chat popping off, all ready we to get do. this episode started. Yeah. Uh, episode five of season three. Yeah. We're ripping through this thing like crazy I know, already. dude. It's crazy. I can't believe it. I feel like we just started yesterday again. Time is an absolute joke. It is. We know that here on Between Realities. <laughs> Zero Cool is in the house, of course. First one in today. Good to see you, bro. What's up, buddy? Um, we have uh, Crunk Crow 29 ready. Says it's been a while, and it's good to see you again, my friend. Um, Dark Angel 3 is in the house. Paradise Decay, as always, dabbing on us. The OG Steam curator for VR games. Paradise Decay, we love you. Uh, Lissa VR is here, our new homegirl, who well, we'll talk about Beast Saber a little bit later, Lissa. Gamertag VR is in the house, the fucking legend. Uh, LixNix is here, Solaris Offworld Combat Community Podcast. Good to see you guys. Uh, Wire is here, Jedi Psychology, um, German Rifters, the dude. We German all know Rifter! Jimmy. What's so up, buddy? good to see you. Onikaze, FX is here, Sebastian Rook is here, uh, Yemuel Cortez from my Discord is here, uh, Obscure Nerd. Suck, dive, dodge. What the fuck? Delirium Drew, how the hell are you guys? It is so good to see you all. Thank you for joining us. And we would also like to have someone else join us before we fucking do this shit for 100 years. Uh, yeah. We have a guest waiting in the wings. Please, everybody, welcome to Between Realities. Quick cosplay. Rebecca Silva. Hello, milady. How are you? I am awesome. I am so excited to be here right now. Woo. Hi, guys. Hi, friends. So excited to have you. If this is your first time meeting Rebecca, a.k.a. Quick Silva, a.k.a. Quick Cosplay, she is a VR gamer, she is a nerd mom, she is a model, and if you've been online and been into VR in the past month, you've probably seen a photo of her hanging off of some fucking farm shit in an amazing Population One cosplay, which is like straight out of the game. It is absolutely oh. next level, and we are huge fans, so we're stoked to have you on the show. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Oh my gosh. It is oh, such an honor. Thank you so much for having me. I'm like super excited to chat with you about what's going on on this side and what's going on on that side. So ready when you guys are. Cool. Yeah, I awesome. think I'm ready. Awesome. What do I need to do? Do I need to move? Oh yeah. We just, we don't want to block the guests. Oh, okay. Yeah, right yeah. on. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, we're not going to do TV. that. Um, oh, hey, Soul Fox is here too. What's up, dude? What's up, he Soul was, Fox? Uh, we just had him on the show last week, right? Yes, he was our last guest. Yep, if he you was missed awesome. that, go and watch it because yeah. he is awesome and we had a great time chilling with Soul Fox. Good dude. Yep. Uh, so, Quick Silva. This is the name that I know you as um, from the Firewall days. The first time I saw your cosplays was when you did Jag from Firewall Zero Hour, PlayStation VR exclusive yeah. game, which when this game came out, like, I don't talk about this often enough. Firewall is like responsible for where I am right now. You know, like I was into VR, right? I'm like living and breathing VR. And I realized, holy shit, where is our multiplayer like squad game? You know, like when, when is this coming? When can we finally play together on PSVR? And Firewall was it. Like it was the answer. And it like allowed everybody to grab their PSVRs and aim controllers and squad up together. And I played Firewall every single day for like... <laughs> 500 days or like 400 days or something you know like it was outrageous <laughs> i played that game so much like it was hours like, it's such an intimate community is the thing like once mm -hmm. like you everyone's in there everyone like you see the same names all the time and i remember seeing quicksilver there and um then of course the cosplay happened and that, that shit was just next level 
So what was your yeah. what was your intro to was was your intro kind of like mine with uh, with Firewall or were you like starting to think about this stuff before you played Firewall? You know it's funny. Um, VR didn't come into my radar until Firewall. So um, I was a gamer early on in life. Um, my mom was a gamer. She loved the Atari. She was like into pinballs and you know arcades and stuff like that. My dad was always kind of super into technology, but you know not super knowledgeable, but just into technology. It's like the latest and greatest. Like when the VCR came out, like we had to have it like right away. Like all those things. He's just that kind of a person. Um, but yeah, like I games my whole life um i did a ton of like pc gaming um for a little bit and then tons of like different consoles um and then several years ago um we got the play the ps4 pro and then uh, my husband as a gift got me um the vr headset and the aim controller and i discovered firewall and my freaking brain was like blown like my mind exploded <laughs> we played for like the first two weeks and we got so addicted to the game that we ended up having to buy a second ps4 pro yeah. with a new headset and aim controller because we kept fighting over like who was going to play and you know so <laughs> well and, and you want to squat like, up together like you yeah. want to have each other's back in there like that's what that game yeah. is all about yeah 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 it's awesome absolutely love the firewall community um first contact entertainment did a great job about like I don't, I don't know what it is about them because like even <laughs> now in like Solaris is this whole new community that is like transcending the game. It's not just you stick to that game. Like we're playing other games with each other. People are getting married and having babies because right. of that game. It's right. madness. Uh, and I love that about the community. Yeah, no joke. People met on Firewall and got wow. married. <laughs> Fire <laughs> baby zero hour. Wow. Yeah. Fire baby. Uh, tones my bones. How you doing, man? I miss you in the chat. It's good to see you. <laughs> Um, yeah, that is incredible, actually. People who I played with met wow. in, in real life and got together, and it's, it is fucking crazy, dude. So cool. it really is an amazing, intimate community, and uh, it really, I, I guess I should say was, because there's a few options now, but it really was the only thing that you could, like, squat up with somebody for reals on PSVR, you know? Yeah. So I feel like uh, I'm really happy that we had you on, because I've recently been talking to Skiva about how, like, I feel like I should mention Firewall a little bit more often. Because yeah. it really was insanely influential in my development as a VR gamer and a VR video maker, you know? Yeah. Because you could just stream. Yeah. You could just stream it. You could just on your PlayStation, you just hit stream, and it goes straight to YouTube. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about yeah. Yeah, that PlayStation Share feature. Yeah, you I don't was really like, you even have to know what you're doing. Exactly. Just hit the button. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I might as well contribute. Like, there's not enough VR content out there. If I'm just playing, I might mm -hmm. as well stream it, so that mm -hmm. way somebody could come in see it. Ask yeah. me about it, you know, whatever. And well, here we are. Well, here we are. <laughs> yeah. So thanks, Firewall. Yeah. And, you know, like what you were saying, the devs really have stayed on top of it. You know, like Jag, the character that you cosplayed, was not yeah. a part of the game when it when it launched. That was a DLC character that got added, you know? So yeah. was it like when Jag came out where you're like, oh, wait a second, kind of look like her. And like the yeah. lights started going off? <laughs> yes, it ex was exactly that. Um, I... <laughs> honestly didn't even play jag too frequently um yeah, i'm all me about either. nico <laughs> mm -hmm. but you know um i just i saw an opportunity um you know to contribute to the game in a meaningful way in a way that i knew that i would be able to contribute um i'm not a streamer not yet maybe who knows yeah. but um <laughs> but i wanted to be able to bring some attention to it that didn't involve me necessarily 
streaming the game or playing the game or whatever. I was like, you know what? I'll take my cosplaying skills and I'm going to put myself into this game and like become Jag. And that's kind of like how it took off. And I was super excited about the reaction to it. So it was really cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I had some fun with uh, the video description today talking about how sometimes it seems like the stuff that we do in VR is real life. And I, like, yeah. to me, I mean, you know, I love cosplay myself. Like I've gone to multiple yeah. cosplay conventions and I have a great time. I have like, I could do Finn from Adventure Time right now. Like I've got everything Ooh, I need. I slap it on and we can go, you know? And I like love to live and breathe the characters too when when I'm cosplaying. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm, I'm all about it. And to me, like cosplaying VR, it's almost like a little bit, I don't want to say it's like more profound or legit, but it almost is a little bit just because like when you're in VR, you see those avatars, like they are like true to life in that moment, you know? And then it's like, yeah, just one step closer to bringing that into reality. You know what I mean? So to see stuff like, like your cosplay images, like it starts to help those lines blur even more than they already are sometimes. You know what I mean? And I admire that. I think VR is a great space for it. It is. Let's yeah, that's something that might. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, go. You can go ahead. I just wanted to bring up some of the pictures. Of oh, I was just going to say that's kind of like something that my husband actually really appreciates about my cosplay. He actually prefers it. So, because I'm not, I'm not like a. I'm not, I don't trap myself in like a bubble of specifically like what I cosplay. Cause someone asked me, they're like, Oh, are you just a VR character cosplayer? And I'm not, you know, so I've done movies, I've done TV shows, cartoons, like kids cartoons, you know what I mean? Co- like everything I've done all sorts of different cosplays. Um, and the ones that my husband likes the most are the ones that are fictional characters that are, you know, in games or things like that, that people have such a personal connection with because you're, you manipulate them in game and interact with them in game. And then you take that fictional character and you put it in real life. That's super cool to him. Like, you know, when you, when I cosplay like Valkyrie from Thor Ragnarok, right? Mm -hmm. There's already Tessa, you know, who does that. Like you see the, the Hollywood quality grade, costume it's been done you know i still have fun doing that but he prefers it when i do like the real fictional like comic book characters video game characters that you don't see in real life mm-hmm. yeah yeah I mean, that's i mean well, for me it's just about the level of enthusiasm for those characters right like kind yeah. of what you were saying like yeah. people have such a close personal connection to it and you know we all know that the vr community is like arguably the most freaking passionate community out there like we scream our oh love from VR, vr from the fucking rooftops you know so I love that. to have someone who is bringing that like our games you know like mm-hmm. no who else out mm-hmm. there is cosplaying vr characters I you know. know what i mean like I and so it's yeah. awesome we're like we love to have it and like now we're starting to see some of your images of this population one cosplay which i guess we could argue is kind of the, the thing best. that's putting you on the yeah. map right now you yeah. know like this photo shoot's insane <laughs> yeah yeah, tell us a little bit about how you, how you, maybe how you picked this game. What made you like choose this character and 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 really want to get into this? Because I mean, you just did a phenomenal job. It's yeah. like it's like they hit the render button on a million times setting, and and, and the character came to life. It's pretty <laughs> wild. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, um, picking population one, it was more so, you know, I came. I came to the Oculus world. So I left like the PSVR, you know, Firewall Zero Hour is really almost 
the only thing that I played. I played a little bit of other like games on, you know, PSVR and stuff like that. But Firewall was really all I played for several years. And then I took a break after I did my JAG cosplay and I started dealing with some personal things. I kind of just took a break from Firewall. And then um, there was the whole announcement of Solaris coming out. And I'm like, oh, I have to try this. I played Firewall for so many, so many years. You know, first Contact Entertainment came out with this new game. I'm going to go check it out. Um, so my husband has the, um, the Rift. Um, so I was playing on there and <laughs> I ended up liking the game. So he's like, you know, what? I'll just get you a quest too. And as I started playing, I hadn't heard anything about population one. Um, I wasn't really into like battle royales, to be honest. I did. I wasn't like a Fortnite kind of a person or anything right, like that. Right. Um, so people are like, oh, no, you have to try this, like, you know, population one, population one, population one. Everyone's talking about it. So I was like, fine. OK, let's do it. I didn't jump the train when Fortnite came out. Let me get in day one. So I put it on my calendar. I bought population one. Day one, I spent like the whole day playing like six hours just trying to get like the hang of um, the mechanics and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ended up freaking loving it it was such a it's such a fun game um and after you know playing the game a little bit longer i was like i have to do a cosplay of this like this is like no one i want to get there first because i knew that there were some people making um just like little cosplays like putting on sweaters and beanies and like goggles and stuff but i'm like no i need to like really put myself out there and I'm really going to do like a very serious photo shoot of a character. And then that's when the hunt happens. So I kind of went through all of the different skins and Anna rainbow level 46 was like, this is it. Like she's super bright. She's super fun. Um, people will recognize her from the advertisements. And that's a huge thing too, that I didn't want to pick some obscure character that, you know, wasn't on like the advertisements or like, you know, the, thumbnails and stuff like that so i wanted something really bright and iconic and that's what kind of ended up happening with anna it's so good like all i want to know is how the hell did you make that jacket like that didn't exist i assume right no well the jacket exists um you can actually google you know rainbow puffer jackets so i ordered Mm. yeah you can you can buy i think it was like you know like aliexpress like those like that cheap Mm -hmm. website if you go on aliexpress and you search like rainbow puffer jacket it'll appear the problem was is that with cosplay um you know sometimes you don't have to make everything from scratch. You know, I am a busy mom. I have two kids, you know, I, I homeschool my kids. Like I don't have necessarily the time or honestly the, the sewing skills to like build a puffer jacket from scratch right. without having to learn the patterns and things like that. So sometimes I buy things and that's totally okay. So I bought the puffer, but the puffer was huge. So I had to, I have a video on my Instagram. Um, if you guys are ever interested in seeing kind of like the progress, I have like a little thumbnail, you can like click on it and see the progress of my cosplay but i had to turn the jacket inside out and then i kind of like pinched it along like my body to make it smaller because it was just like huge puffer (laughs) so i like take it in but that's a lot of like cosplaying is like you can find things but then alter them to fit your needs totally i've i feel like that's been my experience because i'm not i'm not a seamster you know is that what they call it I'm not a seamer, you know, I'm not a sewer. I haven't, I don't have a sewing machine or anything, you know, so, and I've done a handful of cosplays and it's always been like, you know, buy the thing. I mean, Etsy's a great place because there's some people who love to make these things with their hands too. So you could just bring somebody in and have them make something for you by hand and kind of pull the pieces together. And it is, it's like, 
Uh, it's like a puzzle yeah. almost, the way it kind of comes together, you know? It's pretty mm -hmm. cool. I want to know how yeah. you found this location, because to me, you went in mm -hmm. the game. It's like, there's no way. Did you travel the world looking for a place like just like Population <laughs> One, or did it just happen to be in your neighborhood? Because that would be weird. <laughs> it happened to be in my neighborhood. Um, the perks of living in Illinois and, you know, being an hour away from downtown Chicago, big city. And then I'm like, you know, a couple miles away from farmland. It's crazy out here. Wow. Um, that farm is owned by the parents of one of my husband's drone buddies. So my husband builds and flies drones from scratch, like FPV oh, drones. Nice. And he's flown that farm several times and has like drone footage of it, which he does in like the VR headset and stuff like that. So it's like, he's actually in the drone. Super yeah, cool. That is um, so that's, I immediately thought of the farm and I'm like, wait, I'm like, I'm pretty sure you told me that one of your buddies, his parents bought that farm like a couple years ago. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, do you think they'll let me shoot there? And I asked and they said, yeah, no problem. Bring the family. So we just went, spent the day at the farm. They have like legit animals, like, like cows <laughs> oh. and like goats and stuff. Geese so did it just awesome. smell like straight animal manure while you were out there climbing around? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it smelled like a farm. It wasn't overly bad, um, but it was it was really cool. They just kind of let us do whatever we wanted. Nice. Um, you know, being safe, of course, we're like, we don't want to be responsible for But also, I'm climbing this fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got yeah. up there, man. I was like, wow, did she Photoshop herself up there? Nope. She actually looks no, like she climbed I up climbed there. I climbed it. I nice. climbed it. Nice. I tried to get higher. Everyone was yelling at me like, not that high, not that high. Because I couldn't, <laughs> like, I had to strap my gun. I had to strap that AK to, like, my jacket. Oh, and then I was, like, yeah. climbing. And then with one hand, had to, like, undo my knot to, like, grab it was it was scary there were times that i thought i was gonna let go because my arms were freaking burning <laughs> wow. well yeah. it, it's awesome you know we've been watching these pictures circulate for a while now it's got to be exciting too for you to like watch people maybe repost it and be like oh holy crap look at this and stuff yeah. like that yeah it's pretty sweet and you know recently on twitter you know after you completed this um this this cosplay you kind of like put it out there to your community and you were like hey i'll like what do you guys want to see? So naturally, yeah. I jumped on that yeah. opportunity, and I was like, uh, yeah. "Alex, yeah. hello, Half-Life Alex." And, <laughs> and I'm so excited for it because we get to see Anna, right? Like you're playing Population One, you see her running around like mm -hmm. crazy. It's like really, really recognizable. Mm -hmm. But Half-Life Alex, you're playing first-person yeah. perspective, and you really never see yourself except for. Never right. mind. I'm not gonna say anything. But you, 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 you do, really you see do yourself. see her in Half-Life Two. Yes. Quite a bit, you know, right? Because you're, right. you're, you know, you're Gordon Freeman, and mm -hmm. uh, Alex is your, you know, is guiding you through some tart parts of the of the game. But you don't look down in in Half Life, Alex, and see and see, see your Alex. body. You don't go by any you never mirrors. Go I don't think totally dude. right. So yeah, the only so. image we have of her is like Half Life Two, like yeah. old school shit. So yeah. now, like when this comes together like when i think of alex i have a feeling i'm probably going to be thinking of whatever this looks like you yeah. know i'm giving you the benefit of the doubt that it's going to be epic i'm assuming <laughs> yeah, it probably absolutely. will so no you know like that's going to be like you know it's going to be like uh like an like a visual association of alex that we don't often get you know you see half-life alex all you see is a title you know it's a half-life alex oh yeah you know you never <laughs> see her <laughs> <laughs> so i'm excited to see her i think it's gonna be great i'm excited i'm excited for that like it's um it's it's funny because i haven't i haven't played 
Half-Life Alex yet. Mm. I'm holding on to it. I'm waiting. Like, um, I've just been so caught up with different games. I know, I know. <laughs> everyone says that. I know. I'm sorry. Okay, like, show's I, over, I, everyone. She has to go <laughs> play Half-Life Alex. I do. I really do. I mean, part of the problem is the fact that, like, I don't do a ton of PC gaming anymore. Like, yeah. the PC gaming is, like, my husband's setup. So I have to mm -hmm. kick him off in order uh... to get on, which is why I quest now. So, um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm waiting to play it. I will play it soon. Um, I have been following friends like ZSerm, like, did the playthrough. And I was like, oh, my God, like, so much content for me to, like, you know, check out and digest. So I am using what I've seen from friends, um, you know, trailers and things like that to try to find those perfect locations. Because that, to me, is super important. Like, you can have yeah. a super awesome cosplay, but if you don't take that person that you spent so much time working on it and throw that person into the correct environment, it kind of feels like off. Nothing wrong with like studio portraits of cosplays, but there's just something magical about taking that and finding a real life location. Like, you know, I'm yeah. putting that have, So have in. you been, have you been scoping for a location for Half-Life for your Half-Life <laughs> cosplay? I, I have. I mean, so like I said, my husband flies drones, so he travels all over the place. Um, there are a couple abandoned, busted down like bandos in Indiana that we're kind of taking a look at. There's some in Michigan that we're kind of taking a look at. So we're willing to travel for this particular photo shoot to do um, this particular cosplay because I just want it to be epic. I want rubble. I want destruction. Yeah. I want exposed wires. I want the whole thing i'm trying to i'm trying to get somebody to cosplay as a head crab zombie for me like legit to have him in the oh, background that would be yeah. sick oh. yeah damn that that's cool? first time yes. i wish i still lived in michigan because i would be there for that. <laughs> yeah yeah that's, Absolutely. The, that's the goal i want i really want this to be epic i want to not, like I said, put myself in a bubble, but I do really want to kind of stand out in a way where I show my love and appreciation for VR because VR has changed my life. Like friendships, I haven't had friendships like this through gaming since I was like a teenager back when like yeah. PlayStation 2, when they, they had a... Uh, you know, online play or PlayStation 3 and whatever, like when we were online mm -hmm. playing with people but with no, you know, yeah. whatever. Long story. So <laughs> I, I really just appreciate the VR community and I want to maybe stand out a little bit more and start picking out and asking the community. So please, like if you follow me on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, tell me characters that you want to see from VR games and I will do my best to try and pull them into life, you know, so... Now, well, I know when when you asked that question one time, I saw it on Twitter, and you know, yeah. both me and Alex were like, "You gotta do Half Life." But yeah. you know, I was specifically thinking, okay, well, we don't have as many games in VR as as there is in Flatland, right? And then you take the amount of games that that um, that really have female characters, um, yeah. and it's and that whittles it down even more, right? So it's. Yeah. It's kind of hard to, to pick that out. And now Alex mentioned last week when we were kind of chatting about you coming on the show this week that, that you know, part of the fun of cosplay is you can, you know, you could do a dude cosplay or a dude could do a girl cosplay. You know, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. So what do you what do you think? Is that is that something uh, are you willing to uh, transform genders to uh, take on some of these other roles? <laughs> Heck yeah, man. I'm all about that. Like I've done a couple of cos uh cross plays is what they call them. I love that. So 
Yeah, they're so fun. I was guest on when I was at C2E2 mm-hmm. last year. I Oh my gosh, that was probably one of the most fun cosplays to do because I got to be a dude. And at the time, I was like heavy. <laughs> out. I had these guns and I was like flexing and stuff. And like, I didn't do, I didn't want to like, sexify Gaston, right? I didn't want to turn Gaston into a chick. I didn't put on like yeah. lipstick, whatever. I made myself look like a dude. Like, no, <laughs> I love it. Face, to make myself look more masculine. Yeah. Um, and I can totally do that. I, in fact, I'm working on a gold PJ, which is like right over here. So <laughs> I don't know if you guys can Shiny. see that. Shiny. Nice, nice. Yeah. I'm going to so pull I, up a I, picture. Yeah, you can go ahead and pull that one up. Um, yeah, so I can definitely do like male characters as well. It's a little bit difficult just because physically, like I have to kind of <laughs> adjust yeah. and strap things down yeah. to make more like. A- <laughs> but it's po- it, I can do it. It's possible. That's cool. I uh, I'm so excited for conventions to kick back up because when you're walking around at a convention like as Alex Vance or as one of these characters from Population One, like. When people encounter, like, it's one thing to see a photo shoot, right? But for me, the mm-hmm. magic of cosplay truly is less in the photo shoots and more of when you see them. Like, when I was, when I go to these conventions and I see a character that I love, it's like seeing a celebrity. Like, yeah. It is. Like, for me, yeah. like, it's not like, I'm not seeing the person underneath the costume. I'm seeing Scorpion from fucking Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, he looks epic, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that yeah. is so exciting. Like when I went, my lady and I did Finn and she dressed as LSP from Adventure Time and we were walking around Mm -hmm. and there was points where we would just stop and there was like a line of people who were fucking lining up to take pictures with us. Like it like you, it's like insane. Like I, we like were completely living and embodying those characters and I love that. So I'm so excited to see you walking around at like, you know, OC8 or whatever as alex or as something yeah. from population mm-hmm. one because people are going to lose their minds like, oh dude if you're walking around as alex Vance, yeah people are gonna lose their freaking minds you're gonna have to take a, a lot of pictures i think mm-hmm. it's great it's like yeah it's, it really oh, yeah, is true it. to life yeah that game when you play That's that game it's fun. gonna blow your mind to smithereens <laughs> i mean it is some <laughs> of the oh, some of the stuff in this game i mean just the mechanics feel so good the visuals look incredible uh the characters are 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 incredible the set pieces and the architecture is amazing the sense of scale is off the chart i mean this game has almost everything has everything but multiplayer really Uh, that's what it needs yeah that's the modded community needs to step the fuck up and put some multiplayer in there yeah for sure hack the game cats as a tree guy cosplay could just walk around cussing at people from accounting plus <laughs> you ever see the <laughs> accounting plus <laughs> tree world <laughs> i can see it now <laughs> dude that's so, so good funny. have you played that that is so good oh my gosh no i have seen it though oh, i have man. seen people like post that oh, so funny though i'm gonna have to i'll look into it so i'll you play the, and then i will look into you're the tree right and like you just totally tree trunk yourself out and then you have like a hole here where you put your hand in and you have a puppet so the puppet comes oh, out and you can use your hand good idea get the fuck out of here you go. Fuck out. so if you are ever in a in a you know maybe a shitty mood or you're just sad and you just need something to pick you up play accounting plus it's not the longest game but you okay. will laugh until you cry <laughs> Actually, at least I did. Actually, oh, I, I think that is the hardest I've laughed 
playing a VR game was it's, playing Accounting Plus. It's the hardest I've laughed playing any game ever. Oh, really? I've wow. n- I don't think I've laughed that hard ever playing a game. Only one time, actually, that I can think of, and it wasn't a VR game. It was a game called Gang Beasts. I don't know if anybody out there has ever played Gang Beasts, but <laughs> it's, it's this, like, really goofy physics-based fighter, and I don't know, somebody took their fighter up on the wall and was like twerking with it and like the way you can like, <laughs> I came unglued I laughed for like 10 minutes right? but accounting plus is definitely number two there's a scene where you're playing a xylophone and it's like it's so oh, funny the dialogue the dialogue in that game is insane you know what's great about that I don't know when it was that you played that game maybe it was a while ago right but but they have added so many more scenes into that game you can go into that game and you won't have seen half of it I played accounting plus Oh, okay. okay. But even after Accounting Plus, so they added on plus, Accounting plus. plus, and then even after that, they added a whole bunch more scenes. Even well, after that. I might need to revisit yeah. it. And then some of the stuff, you have to find like a hidden way to get to some of the scenes too. So, yeah. so some of the scenes, there's like all like different, you know, crazy things. I remember some of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that game is insane. Justin Roiland is amazing. And frankly, that yeah, is like, he is. That, he sh- that should yeah. be the standard for the way dialogue is done in games. Because yes. like one of the biggest gripes that I have that I had and have, I guess, even with Pixel Rip 1999, but especially in Pixel Rip 1989, is that you're supposed to be immersed in this area. 85? 85. Is yeah. 89 and 95. 89, 95. Yeah. Right, right, right. It doesn't matter. Point is, yes. you're sitting in this fucking space and like the teacher's up there teaching, but she only had like six lines of dialogue. Yeah. So after you go through them, she starts saying the same things over yeah. and over again. And that yeah. like completely destroys your immersion. Like, yeah. it's like, okay, now I'm stuck in the loop. I'm in the level. Here we go. Justin Roiland, you can tell that fucker sat in front of a microphone for like 40 minutes straight. For and each just, scene. For each scene. And for, just for an hour. going. Never stopped. Yeah. I sat there and listened yeah. to a couple of the scenes in their entirety. And I could not believe how long they went. Like it is insane. They're all so ridiculous. It's insane. It's so funny. If anyone out there hasn't played Accounting Plus and you like to laugh, you are doing yourself an incredible disservice by not playing this game. You could spend four hours probably sitting there listening to the dialogue. Oh yeah. And then afterwards go through and try to find some of the hidden scenes because not all of them are easy to find. But when you find them, oh my God, it's another hour of laughing. I'm really looking forward to the, uh, the inevitable tree guy cosplay. <laughs> I think that's going to be really good. I'm going to put it on that list. Like, I have like a growing list of like people messaging me like cosplays, but that one seems like something I could maybe knock out. I have like in, uh, mini or smaller cosplays that I kind of throw in in between my larger cosplays. Like, I'm working on a really like silly one just for my kids because like Netflix came out in Jan- this January um, with like some new Netflix show called. Uh, Gabby's Dollhouse, which is about this little mm-hmm. girl with a bunch of cats or whatever. My daughter and my likes that one, that, yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm cosplaying as Gabby. I'm just finishing up all the stuff. It's mostly because of my hair. Brown, <laughs> 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 but so I like do all these mini ones in between my larger projects. Yeah, so we saw that. Um, we saw that you played uh, Dora the Explorer. Right? Yeah. That was that was up on on one of the uh, one of the screens. Let me see if I can pull that up again. Oh, there's here's the one. Here's actually the one that you were just talking about. Let me bring that guy up. So this is from that that show. What what was it called again? The one with the cats and the dollhouse, Gabby's dollhouse or something. Gabby's dollhouse. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if anyone out there has kids in the scene. I know. This is, yeah. This is like pretty legit, right? Yeah. But yeah. Do you love Disneyland? 
Do I love Disneyland? I've been to is Disney Disney World is the one in Florida, right? And then Disneyland yeah. is the one mm-hmm. in Cali. Mm-hmm. I've been to Disneyland once, Disney World once, um, but Disney World that was like a year old, and I never mm-hmm. went back. Mm-hmm. And then we went and took my kids to Disneyland about three years ago. Um, it was hot. Like it was the yeah. kids were young, and it was like all they wanted to ride was that freaking train. Like that's yeah. all they wanted. To on. the lines were forever long so i mean it was i don't mind going back in the future but That's yeah funny. i've never gone with kids like i'm like a oh, adult kid you know like i go there and just run around and i enjoy it for myself oh it's amazing <laughs> without kids because you don't have any kid trying to climb the thing you're in line for an hour right but honestly what five-year-old oh, or whatever can sit in an hour-long line right. and just behave I don't even think that's possible. I yeah. have a hard time behaving for that long. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, well, the reason yeah, I, I ask is because even when I go to Disneyland, I will like put on like the gear, you know, like mm-hmm. I like make sure I have like the proper shit, you know, and like a lot of people do like Disney bound yeah. outfits, which kind of remind me of these like, like mini cosplays where you kind of like slap something together. <laughs> yeah. You're all about that. All right. See, that's, that's what I was going that. with. Yeah. This. I was Moana. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a good one of, of you as Moana and um and someone playing uh the dude in that movie as well. Yeah. That was that. yeah, my friend Alan, Mr. Cosplay on Instagram. Um he plays my Maui. Um you know yeah, what? Awesome. Big big shout out to Mr. Mr. Cosplay because he it was because of that Moana cosplay that kind of pulled me back into the cosplay world after having taken such a long break. I started cosplaying back in 2008-ish. Mm-hmm. And um, I had Orihime from Bleach. I, I don't know if any anime fans out there. That was my very first cosplay. I went to ASEN in Illinois, um, the anime convention. And then the following year, I went as Laura Croft. And that one was a lot of fun. I was like, I was breakdancing as Laura Croft. It was a madhouse. That one was a lot of fun. And I just ran around the con, like taking pictures of myself, like shooting other characters. So it was just like me pointing guns at people, like killing them. (laughs) Uh, That was a lot of fun. And then I stopped, you know, life happened. I graduated from college. I got jobs and relationships and stuff and then got married had kids but all the all the while i was still gaming but cosplay took a huge backseat and then it wasn't until moana came out and people were like dude is that do disney film there's a chick with like curly hair you're moana and i'm like okay and i watched it and that movie was so cool (laughs) yeah and then went to conventions and that kind of like went from there and yeah, the, co- the cosplay community is pretty badass. Like, everyone's super accepting for the most part, you know, like really cool, young, old, different body shapes, colors, doesn't matter. As long as you're into what you're doing and you're having a lot of fun, like, you really can't go wrong. Well, but, I'm, yeah. I'm not done cosplaying myself. Oh my that's, gosh, that's for damn my sure. So, I'm excited. I'll definitely make sure that uh, we bump into each other at a cosplay <laughs> convention in the future. That would be awesome. <laughs> so, how you doing? I'm pretty good, man. I'm pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we are we are doing this show from the new studio. Everything seems to be going good. Nothing is on fire. The chat's not yelling and anything's not working. So, uh, great. Yeah. You know, we have done Between Realities from... A lot of places. How many different spots? 
a lot of places, man. Like we've flown we've flown this ship into uh, um, uh, into into Mesa, Arizona, Hereford, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, we We're back in Mesa in a new place. We did it in um, in uh, sector uh, city. Oh yeah, we we totally went to City Seventeen. City Seventeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did an actual show <laughs> sitting in Russell's lab. Yeah, we were yeah, there. at the table where you and Half Life Alex, where you go and 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 he explains the plan to you. We sat at that table and we did a show uh, the day before Half Life Alex came out mm -hmm. uh, with Anthony from VR three sixty five, and we just had a full on hype train episode, which is awesome, by yeah. the way. Go back. It was like in our first season. It was one of it was probably my favorite episode. I mean, just because I get to talk about Half-Life the whole time. Oh, dude, I could totally do that. The Half-Life environment that, that was put together was fucking awesome. Like, yeah. it's it actually, go back and look at it because it's pretty cool. We actually took those images from Skiva's headset. Like, we played Half-Life Alex, like, went into there, like, realized where we needed to kind of position the camera, like, which is actually straight up against the wall. So we have, like, his head, like, the camera is, like, way up against the wall and he like went and took a picture of the head crab that's in the fridge and pulled it out and plugged <laughs> it into the scene. Yeah. It's like, it actually, it's, go back and look at it. Good. Oh, that's probably playing over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fixed it. So fixed it. anyway, he'll, he'll pull it up and we can kind of uh, yeah. show off some of our old work, I guess, that we're apparently proud of. Um, I am. I, I mean, it's awesome. I am too. It's great. It's great. And it's the only episode where we really did anything like that, where we like switched our environment, you know? Yeah, well, you know, if if any other game comes out that warrants such a thing, I, I would love to do that again because it was really, it was really, really super fun. It was cool. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna shift gears a little bit here. Oh, wait, here, here. Before we do that, let's um, mm. let's bring up uh, just so people can see what we're talking about here. Episode six. Yes. Yes. Episode six. Um, yeah, so, so we sat there, as you can see here, in, um, oh, and it stopped playing, of course, there we go, in Russell's lab, and we did, we did an episode, and it was super fun. Um, <laughs> that actually it looks good, man, I think it's great, we put a, we put a head crab on the table, we took it out of the fridge, we put it in the table, Anthony's up there on the, on the old school monitor up at the top. And uh, and we funny. had a blast. We man. even like dimmed the lights in the room and stuff. Yeah, we did. We did. We tried to make it kind of look like it matched, you know. So yeah, that's our that's version so cool. of cosplay. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's more coming. I love I'm, it. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely, I'm definitely dressing up with some shit. So I want to switch gears a little bit, and I apologize if this isn't exactly on topic, but I feel like it's something that I would love to get your guys's perspective on at least because I'm like wondering if I need to make some different life choices right. Uh -oh. So that sounds interesting. You know, it's this fucking GameStop stock slash Dogecoin situation. Like yes. we're living in the future right now, yep. and this is, I think this is a really big deal. Like, of course, it's, it is a big deal, a really big deal. Yeah, like, it is off topic, but it's a little bit. It's it's, it's totally off topic, but really, what I, I I guess I'm just getting at is the whole crypto thing, right? Like, do you know what's going on with this Doge Dogecoin crap? And like, I, I do, and 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 the um. And the GameStop thing. So I, I I went and I bought bought some GameStop. I bought some uh, some AMC. So what was happening is is there's this there's a subreddit called um, Wall Wall Street Bets, and it's no longer a subreddit because it got pulled down after this whole fiasco. But it had like two and a half million people on there, and people were hyping stocks and 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 getting everyone in that subreddit to buy. 
and, and artificially increasing the prices of these stocks, right? So everyone's on there going, holy shit, we're going to all be rich. Everyone buy, everyone buy GameStop because GameStop came in, they got a new CEO. They want to become like, like the Netflix service of video games. Um, you know, they, they're, they're going to shift to their whole perspective, but, but Reddit blew it up. Right, all these people, and everyone's throwing in tens of thousands of dollars, and this, in this, in this stock is going through the roof um, to the point where uh, the a lot of the um, the trading companies uh, stopped and stopped allowing the sale of GameStop and AMC and all these other because people were making a fortune, mm -hmm. and they were, you know, I guess kind of messing up um, at the corporate corporate world there for GameStop, but. But it shows you the power of the internet, right? Where a bunch of people can go onto a forum and they can all yell and be like, yo, do this, do this. And all these people can affect the entire, like the whole stock market. Friggin' our president was on TV saying, I'm watching this GameStop thing. It's like, that's insane. That is insane. They actually, I bought some stock um, and they actually uh, voided my sale and wow. they removed my stock. Wow. And and all of these trading places, um, TD Ameritrade, um, uh, Robinhood, all of these stock trading places seized and, and stopped the sale of of the uh, GameStop stuff and the AMC stock and all this stuff, which is a bummer too, right? I mean, uh, you know, GameStop, their stock has never been that high ever. It's you know, it was it's artificial, right? There, people weren't hyped because the company they really believe in GameStop. Right. Like, let's be real. Who in 2021 really believes in a in a retail store that sells games when everyone's buying them online now, right? I mean, the, so it's it was an artificial inflation, sure, but well, you know, I, I guess what isn't that like the nature of how all of these fucking stock market sharks like none of those guys care about those companies. Right. They all just move money around and force things to happen right. so they get rich as fuck. And what's happened now is that people, normal people, have banded together and. Yeah. It's like it's like a sign of fucking unity, yeah. and it's like unity. It's like ants, you know. It's like wait a second. If we all band together, these grasshoppers are fucked. Yeah, and that's exactly what this yeah. is evidence of. Like in my opinion, this is evidence of the ants being like, hey, wait a second. Yes. There's something we can do, and I think it's fucking amazing. And now my, my question is, do I like do this Dogecoin thing? Because like everybody's dumping money in. No, because because it's hype based, right? And then everyone waits for it to get to a certain point, and then everyone sells to make their money. And then if you're not watching, you're going to lose your money too, right? This stuff isn't this all of all of this inflation of this of the stock and the crypto isn't isn't because it's great technology. It is like that Dojo thing was was that coin was specifically it was originally made as a joke. I don't know the full story behind it, but I remember reading that in an article. And so it's completely hype-based. As soon as enough people dump their money in, all the people that know it's hype-based all pull their money out. Everyone gets screwed except for them. So it's not, it's not the best thing, no. But at the same time, it goes to show that people can go online, band together, and they could rock the boat of the stock market or the crypto market and tip that thing over and destroy it if they wanted to. Yeah. It's crazy that we, people are starting to be able to have that kind of power. This is why I bring it up. It's not because I want this to be a show about stock trading, right? right. And I mean, ultimately I do want to hear like if any of you people, cause I trust all of you. And I think if you're here, you're probably fucking smart cause you like VR and you think we're cool. <laughs> so you're definitely smart. So yeah, I'd love to get people's perspective a little bit just because like I just self, I just like need to know for myself, like, is this something I should be actually getting involved in? Cause it seems pretty topical and it seems like a really big deal. 
you know. So, but like I said, the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because we often talk about the future, right? And we often talk about the power of the internet and unity and kind of like enlightenment and like things kind of going towards the way of like good shit and mm-hmm. like unity. And this to me feels like that, you know. So I just kind of wanted to give that perspective. Um, what do you think, Silva? Do you have any thoughts on this topic? Honestly, I don't have a ton. Um, I know that when it was happening, my husband really jumped on it. Like he was reading everything about it. We do investing. So um, not really my forte and not really something that in our household that I take charge of. So it kind of went right over my head. It's a reason why I'm not into investing in any of that stock market stuff. Um, Yeah. I mean, he was blown away by it. You know, like according to him, I think we had lost some money in this whole process as well because of what happened. So we were like, no fun there, but I don't, (laughs) yeah, I don't have, I don't have a whole ton of input that I could add that to contribute to the conversation. I mean, frankly, me uh, either. I I basically was just like, Hey people, like, should I buy this? Yes or no. And it sounds like Steve is like telling me not to, not to get too excited. Well, no. And you can't, you can't now anymore anyway, because they all, you know, everyone is ceasing the sales of all of these things because they know what's, what's happening. It's a giant wave of hype that's going to smash into the ground. And unless you're sitting there watching and waiting for that wave to start coming down, you're going to get screwed. Mm -hmm. Um, You want to make some money or you want to get into some, some uh, eventually make some, some money on crypto, buy some Bitcoin, buy some Ethereum and sit on it for a while. Just sit on it. You know I mean? Cause it's that that's going to happen. Now, Bitcoin went through the roof recently as well. Um, went up to 40 grand. Obviously that wasn't going to last. It does this though. Right. This is just how Bitcoin works, but it keeps going up. It keeps going up and it comes back down a little bit, but it goes up and it comes back down a little bit. So we're almost at the point now where it's almost safe to buy again. But maybe I'll maybe I'll start watching some fucking crypto podcasts or something and yeah. try to kind of get some perspective because to me it seems like something important is happening and I just don't want it to is important it is important and it's I'll tell you why it's important it's because because right now and I know this is off topic but but the banks and the governments control the world and they control the people by charging fees and by making money on this stuff and if we can all get to crypto the government won't know what we're spending how much we're making they won't know how to charge us taxes the banks won't be able to charge fees sending money to this person to that person send money to our family out there in Mexico or over in this country, it's all instantaneous and it's all anonymous. And when the banks and the governments lose control of the funding, the people get the power back. And that's why crypto to me is so important. And I believe in it and I support it and I buy it. And I, and I think everyone, I think everyone should too. So this week, this week, I, uh, you know, I, I've been like playing a lot of like random I shouldn't say random, but I've been playing a lot of scattered VR games mm-hmm. in my uh, in my work with Haptics. And this week, I got into something scary, which I don't love to do typically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. it was because I needed to kind of research, you know, for haptic patterns and things like that. Because yeah. this game will soon be integrated for Haptics, and I am honestly not even. I don't know, man. I'm not, mm. It's going to make it a lot worse. <laughs> but anyway. What game is it? Do I even it, want to ask? It's called Propagation VR. And uh, it's actually free to play on Steam. You can download it and play it for free. The graphics are, dude, it's like, it is as terrifying as it is beautiful. And it's really? a lot of both. And, you know, it's, it is, a, it is a wave shooter. At its core, it's a wave shooter. Okay. But it's like okay. a story-based 360 
zombie wave shooter where you're like standing in this uh like uh like subway like a dark subway Ooh, okay and i was just like you know 360 awareness trying to protect myself and i'd like force myself to stay in there for long enough to like experience enough so i could get perspective on what would need haptics and what wouldn't and uh dude i literally had to tap into some survival instincts that like i couldn't tell you the last time i had to tap into to to get through this to get through this like I like wanted to just like curl up into a ball, you know, but like wow. had to I mean, force myself to be like, no, you can do really this. Nice. Like dig deep. Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> you're, no, you're not going to die today. You're not going to die today. You know, like I was like having to go through that fucking playing wow. this. So immersion levels oh, are through the roof. God, dude. This looks insanely scary, dude. The, um, the audio is awesome. Wow. Visuals are awesome. I mean, it almost, it almost reminds me of a Brookhaven experiment with today's graphics. It looks a really bit. good, man. And wow. they're adding a co-op mode right now. So this is going to have co-op. Yep. It's going to have haptic support. Yep. Oh, my God. The only way I could play this would be co-op. That's, Otherwise, I'd be pooping my pants off. That's kind of how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Like, co-op will allow people yeah. to play this. <laughs> because yeah. otherwise, just yeah. by yourself, you're in there. It's just scary, oh, God right? damn, it's intense. Yeah. It is so intense. Wow. wow. It looks amazing. Am I terrified of, like, really, really scary really stuff? Have you, have you done any horror, uh, any horror stuff in VR, Silva? Oh, I'm not a fan. I, I'm not like I'm a big baby. If it's not going to if I'm not going in with a group of friends, um, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not yeah, going. I, I feel you. I had real life. Yeah, I, I have like, friends who are playing like phasmophobia and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, yeah, I, I played phasmophobia with yet. Zero Cool 1028 who's in chat right now. And I told mm -hmm. him I'm only playing this dude because you're going into this house with me. And then oh he died and I was in there by myself and I left because fuck that. <laughs> no joke Shit like i'm scary oh. yeah good for everyone like all the horror streamers out there like ugh, props yeah. putting yourself out there i you would know, literally be peeing my pants like yeah, every episode <laughs> yeah back in the day man i was like horror games come on i'd sit in front of my monitor you know i'd get the occasional jump scare it was a little scary yeah. but i was like ah all these people are wusses now i go into a vr horror game and i'm almost mm -hmm. in tears i'm like oh it's like terrible. No. It's it's really scary. It's really scary. So true. I played. Yeah. I I played Resident Evil Two on my Nintendo sixty four when I was like twelve, and like you know I handled that. A couple of scary scenes, whatever. I have also played Resident Evil Seven, and I have not completed it. And there are very distinct memories of that game. Just like a couple of moments of just a just just it's just a door. Yeah. It's just a door. Like not, <laughs> and I can't like. You push the door open, it's just fucking black. And it's like, oh my God, yeah. I'm going so in there? That was one of those games that got me, man. I went all the way through. Resident Evil 7 was so good that I, that I managed to get all the way through it. But every day, it was about 10 minutes of me hyping myself into, okay, okay, I can do this. It's just a game. None of this is real. Put on the headset. You know, the whole time, like, and like, like 40 know. hours in this game. Oh, my God. This, like, this makes me wonder, like, what it is about us. Like, there's something innate, like, something that's, like, primal that gets yeah. triggered because... Why do like, we like this? Well, I don't... And, it, and, it's, and I'm really what I'm getting at is, like, the actual content. Like, because Half-Life Alex is a thrilling experience. Like, there's yeah. kind of, like, zombies, right? But they're not real zombies. Yeah. But it's thrilling. Well, and, like, real. stuff jumps at you, yeah. you know? But it's they're not, not like... Zombies. 
It's, yeah, the typical. Like right. that's what I'm getting at. Like yeah. that typical, like the ghosts. Well, tell me, ghouls. tell me though how you felt in Half Life, Alex, when you got onto the subway train, because when I when and that's like the second level, I think, right? You get on the subway, it's all dark, the lights are flickering, those head crab zombies mm -hmm. are in the subway with you. Oh my that gosh, was scary. That. that was scary. And really, it was thrilling, but it was also scary, and that was probably the scariest um level of the game i think so so uh quick when you get in there uh don't get completely freaked out by that it does get a little less scary but that well, part is for me like and i mean i'm, I'm just speaking from my, from my own perspective here mm -hmm. of course but like when it's not like as like a ghoul like yeah. there's something about like ghosts ghouls like they like the spirits you know like the yeah. evil dark like yeah like if it's like oh it was like yeah, phobia, that man. That's why I can't play an that alien game. got onto mm. his head and took him over like that's like oh holy shit and then i kill it and then i move on but like the ghosts like right. spring in your ear like that is yeah. fucking terrifying yeah. that's freaky dude yeah yeah i've had way too many like i grew up in a family who was all about like you know i, I i'm brazilian like my parents came from a very religious background like that's a a whole nother story for another right. day but like yeah. I, we didn't we didn't mess around like a lot of like other cultures in you know latin countries like ghosts and stuff are legit real like so mm -hmm. i try to kind of avoid that kind of thing so that i don't like let it seep into my brain and like mess with me i don't know like i am not i'm open to doing like horror stuff but whenever you're dealing with like evil spirits and possession and things like that that kind of stuff mm, it's so it's scary not really my it's yeah. so much more scary in vr man i mean it just gives oh, no. you this the immersion with the fear um and it, your body you, sometimes your body for a minute it just doesn't know it really thinks you're in danger and you have to go in and you have to convince yourself that you're not, you uh, know, and that's was. Yeah, me like, too. I was playing, like, down the rabbit. Okay, dude, I would play down the rabbit hole. Right. And it was fun. It was fun. Little mini thing that I was doing between games. And I was like, oh, let's check it out. I like Alice in Wonderland, like mm. little things about that game, like being in that hole. Right. And then like seeing the Cheshire's cats like face, like staring at you from the depths of like the blackness that enough was just like you like don't really catch right you were and getting ready like, to nope out of down the rabbit oh hole God, <laughs> down the rabbit hole right not even scary at all like even the under i played the under and just like the just like being around like big giant dark figures things with masks on like those things creep me out. I'm such a wuss. A wuss. <laughs> so, you know, you're you're busy, right? You've got mom life. Yeah. You know, VR is not the only thing that you do. You know, no. you play stuff and, you know, you're a wife. Yeah. And you got all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, but I'm okay. sure you still managed to find some time to play VR. So what's what's been what's been your go to lately? What have you gotten into? So top three things that I am playing right now um, in order of current um level of like activity right so solaris is pretty big for me right now like i mentioned it's kind of what pulled me into um the oculus quest world from the playstation vr world um so especially now after the devs have kind of worked on a couple of things so you're able to squat up again i know a lot of people started playing solaris and disappeared especially after pop one came out i know a lot of a lot of people did that and i feel you i disappeared for a long time and then um once they started making the changes i decided to hop back on our community is super thriving right now though we're having tons of fun we just had a tournament last weekend um oh. so we're yeah we're doing teams now um 
and you know shout out to my mad reapers <laughs> i'm <laughs> captain of that team so um it's it's been fun playing that so then right under solaris we have um, population one which i'm playing a ton of and then contractors is the other one that i've been playing mm. i really enjoy that game but i hate it at the exact same time it's so realistic you know having to like cock your weapon and like yeah. pull things off of your belt and whatever i do have to say um and other females have mentioned this to me too grabbing stuff off of like the chest in contractors when you have a chest or like you know whatever like the it's kind of a little bit off <laughs> so oh. it's kind of hard there, like, grabbing yourself in like the chest and the stomach <laughs> there. Reach, trying to um, reach into yourself yeah. your chest to try to grab things because there's things there so um but yeah, that contractors are so Solaris, Pop One, contractors are the top three things that I am playing. But I do have things that I'm hoping to play soon. I that I've recently purchased that I just haven't had time for. Like I I have such high hopes for gaming. Right in my mind, I'm like I am gonna play all these games and I'm gonna experience all these things and I'm gonna start streaming soon. And I'm you know it's like let's be real. There's only 24 hours in a day and like my daily life takes up almost all of it so yeah but those are the three top games that i am playing at the moment so i you know solaris is a fun game and i uh, i think their biggest mistake was they launched without squad support because a lot cute. of times a lot of times you only have one shot at at getting at hooking somebody right and once yeah. you buy a game and then refund it chances mm -hmm. of you going back to it are very very slim um, I so, did not yeah. refund it because I knew they would be fixing this stuff, right? And yeah. and the game was going to be fun, but but I didn't want to play it without squads. I want to go into a multiplayer. If I'm going to play a multiplayer game, I want to go in with my friends if I can. I, I don't want to oh, yeah. solo and go in with strangers and you don't know who you're going to get if you're going to go in there with some shriekers or... Or, you Which know, you or will. whatever, of course. <laughs> so so that was their biggest mistake. If they had waited the, for on the launch until they had squad support, I feel like the game would have been more successful. Um, but, you know, now they have another uh, task on their hand, which is getting people that originally played it that didn't like it because of that and getting them back into it and to rebuy it again. So that's going to be tough. Uh, any devs out there, if you can't if you can't launch with important features like that, just hold off. Your game will do better when it launches with the right features. Right? Yeah, definitely. Right. That was that was a big turnoff. We we mm -hmm. found ways around it, but no one wants to have to right. find tricks and and whatever glitches in order to figure out how to play with your friends. That was a nightmare. We'd be like calling each other on the phone or on Discord and things like that. I'd be like, all right, three, two, one, put on your headset. Like that's that was <laughs> that was yeah. so tough. And because, yeah. dude, like for real, like at the end of the day, it comes down to connecting with people. Like, yeah. that's why we do this shit. Yeah. You know, like one thing I noticed when you were telling me what games you're playing is that yeah. they, A, are all social and B, they're yes. all competitive games, which yes. I was wanting to ask you, like, <laughs> do you love competitive gaming or do you love connecting with people or is it both? It's both. I, you know, it's, <laughs> it's funny. It kind of brings me back to like my whole childhood, um, a little bit of a sob story, you know, like I was pretty sheltered, you know, like my parents were very strict, very religious, and I didn't get to go out much. Um, but I found my community through gaming. I was a huge Starcraft fan. I played online all the time. Like I literally had a friendship 
break up over Starcraft because like I went over to her house and like <laughs> she was like addicted to and she didn't let me play when my mom broke my CD, like broke my disc. Oh. And I, yeah, it was heartbreaking. She's like, what is this crazy demon on the front of the disc? And I'm like, it's not a demon, it's an alien. Oh. And she broke it and it was devastating. But like online, online gaming became my ability to escape the protective shell that I was kind of in. I spent most of my life in my creepy dark basement playing all sorts of video games, you know? Um, so, but I love, I love the social aspect of gaming, but I was also very competitive in general. I was always an athlete growing up. I always loved playing like contact sports and things like that. My mom wanted me to be super girly and you're going to do gymnastics. I'm like, I want to do like football and hockey, you know? Um, <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, scary mom. I ended up doing rugby in college, but you know, like, so I, I wanted to be able to be competitive almost all the time. And I found that through gaming. So yeah, both love being competitive and I love the social aspect of it. Yeah. So, you know, when, when you were born, the world was mm -hmm. a different place. You know what I yes, mean? Like was. stereotypes yeah. about nerds and, you know, all this stuff was completely different for men yeah. and especially for women you know like i remember being a young gamer and being thinking that that wasn't cool you know and like girls just didn't play games period you know i no. think today today yeah. things are a lot different you know and i mean you are obviously evidence of that you know and you lived through a time yeah. where you were probably um standing in like defiance of a lot of these stereotypes so i'm curious like have you was that something that you like maybe had to struggle with earlier and like now hopefully is being alleviated? Like what's your perspective on like the state of, of that right now? Of like female gamers and, yeah, and just, just like maybe some, like of, some of the typical stereotypes, you know, like did you, is it ever something that you've had to deal with? Like, you know, when you go into a competitive game and someone finds out that you're oh, a yeah. chick you know what i mean like do people like oh yeah what's the world like today you know as, as a female gamer who's you know in 2021 um i've gotten it all you know um some of the earlier competitive games that i was playing although back then we didn't have the voice features silly it came with came with the system was like atv2 which kind of like brought me <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm like riding ATVs. That was super fun. And I would like break records on some of the tracks. Um, you know, I had like a world record for a little while, which is super cool. So I'd like stroll up like a champ, like into the chats and be like, quick silver. And I'm like, yay, you know, uh -oh. feeling myself. And then people would find out I'm a girl. And then people would be like, oh, you know, like let's chat more. And, you know, they try to like get into the DMs kind of a thing. Um, not really what I'm interested in, you know? Um, I'm interested in being seen as an equal. I take gaming as seriously as I can. I wish I could be more competitive. Um, and then when we started playing things like, um, what was that other war? It wasn't Call of Duty, it was SOCOM, the Navy SEALs game. Mm. So I was playing that for a little while and I could not use mics with like regular voice because as soon as I started speaking, people would be like, go in the kitchen, make me a sandwich. Oh, like, like, oh, hey, slut, hey, whatever. Like, you're just on here to try to get attention. It was it was very heartbreaking. There have been a couple times where I did cry, where people were just being so mean about it. Now I don't, and now I don't tolerate it. Like, you're coming at me, like, bring it. Like, let's go. Like, let's yeah. go and let, I'll fight you for it. Um, but literally a couple weeks ago, just had, you know, 
and it's sad because now it's like kids who are doing that. We're seeing a yeah. lot of like young gamers coming into this like public space with adults. And I had like, you know, kids being like, what are girls doing playing this game? And, you know, we don't need girl gamers. And I'm like, you know, that's <laughs> such a good little kid voice. Oh my God. <laughs> that sounded like a little guy, like a 12 year old kid. That was so good. Right, you know? People are um, so yeah, toxic, yeah. man. Why? Why do people have to be toxic like that? And, you know, I, I kind of get with, with kids, right? So kids kids have to be very careful around their parents, around teachers. Yeah. Then they get online and they feel like no one knows who they are. Pure They're completely liberation. anonymous. And they, and they act disgusting. Yeah. And they act disgusting. And this isn't all kids. This is just a certain group of kids. And you can always tell, you know, who, who has the good parents and who mm -hmm. doesn't. But like it's it's disgusting. Yeah, it, it really is, and it's not just you know girls that yeah. that. But it, I, I'm they get the brunt, of course, right. right? But kids are just kids are just nasty, and they're just nasty in general to other kids, and you know. So it's a little it's a little toxic. Well, the reason I bring it up isn't yeah. to like talk about how I'm terrible everything is. Is I guess what I'm I'm coming from an optimistic perspective, and because I'm not a female, oh, so I, I don't have I don't have the perspective, you know, and. I'm hoping that like yeah. things have gotten better, you know, because you're raising kids. I'm sure yeah. they're both going to be gamers. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, I don't think it's weird to like that you come on here and like you're a fucking shredder in Firewall and Pop One and Solaris, you know, like uh, to me at this point in my life, it's not weird anymore, you know, but I'm not a chick and I don't, yeah. I don't have to go through what I'm sure some of the stuff that you have to go through is, you know, so I'm optimistic. I definitely you know? have to say there's tons. There's tons more female gamers, which is so cool to see. You know, I love that so many girls are out there killing it, like just giving the guys the business. Shredding. And it's not a competition, mm -hmm. guys or girls, you know, whatever. But it's nice to see girls being represented. And, you know, there's groups and organizations of like female gamers who are coming out, like talking about technology and VR and gaming, things like that. That's badass it's really cool to see that so the world has changed you know and now guys are stepping up and defending women more when they hear it which i really appreciate it so guys if you hear it like you know even though girls you know stick up for yourself say something don't sit back and take it but like guys at the same time like if you hear it say something you know put other dudes in their mm -hmm. place like tell oh, people yeah. that it's wrong you know and just to go just to go meta with it a little bit, people will yeah. do, they'll say whatever they can think of, you know? So yeah. like, if you're a chick, the first thing they're going to think about, oh, you're a chick. Okay. I'm going to jump on that. You know? And they like immediately will just cling to that. If they hear me, you know, say some word or something, they might cling to that. And that becomes the thing yeah. that they decide to hammer on, you know? Yeah. So to just go meta with it a little bit, toxic behavior in general should not be tolerated, you know? No. Um, yeah. and let's, let's make sure that we. Racism, uh, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah just like. Dude, yeah. just fucking so you know you know what i think should happen more um i am gonna pop up this video here i think that that we should now start to take sorry this is not muted like i thought it was um we need to, to start to take what echo is doing more seriously here uh because they now have um Man, I'm just all screwed up here. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You should try to continue the sentence. I know, as you do. I know right? So, <laughs> keep so, the sentence going. So Echo VR, right, was known for its toxicity, right? It, because it's a free-to-play game, 
Uh, kids mm-hmm. go in there and they and they hump faces and they yell at people and this and that. People get sick of it. People don't want to play the game anymore because of all the toxic nastiness happening all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But now they have uh, moderated um, moderated uh, uh, lobbies where you can go in and it's just adults. Oh. Or, and, and there's a moderator in there. And if someone gets shitty, they get kicked up out. And I think that's what a lot of games mm. like this need to do, right? Like, like Ready or Dawn, I was wondering yeah. how they were gonna how they were gonna combat this because it, it's such a serious problem where people stop playing your game because of how toxic general people are, and and that's and that's a bummer for these for these great games and these and these developers that are that are pouring their heart and soul into some of these games, right? And and but 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 yeah. they handled it correctly, I think. Now they have you can go into a moderated lobby. And you are guaranteed not to get a lot of the shittiness. Yeah. So I think that's great. And I think, you know, I think maybe, maybe population one in big box games, you know, should maybe look at things like this. Um, You know, a lot of, a lot of these games should, a lot of them should, because when people like us, man, we want to go in, we want to have fun. We want to play seriously, you know, joke around a little bit. Sure. But, but I don't, I don't want some five-year-old like screaming about how, you know, this my teammates a chick and they shouldn't be playing video games or like or, or you know whatever the case may be it's it's horseshit and yeah. it's and it ruins experiences and it's a bummer and, yeah. and i just wanted to you know give some shout out here to um to, ready uh, on for doing something ready it's on for doing something about it and i think they hand they handled yeah. it well so anyway that's what i want to say about that that's good <laughs> <laughs> oh man how do you think i think we're getting pretty close yeah. you know i often so, I often like to kind of give the opportunity to our guests to like bring something up, you know, because like we're, we're here every week and we, you know, like I wanted to ask about fucking Dogecoin today. So like, they, yeah. you know, yeah. like not even has nothing to do with VR, but I can talk yeah. about what I want. So you, know, you don't always have <laughs> a plan, you don't always have a platform to do that, you know. So like, is there anything yeah. that's top of mind, you know, like pressing something that you think is important that doesn't get enough attention, uh, you know, anything that you want to that you want to bring up? No pressure. Oh you can be gosh, like, no. For me? Yeah. I mean, I don't really know if I have anything. Like my world is so uh like I I have I cut out so much of the extra from my life. I try to put as much energy as I can into being into the my creative side, you know, and my gaming and my family. Um I mean, this pandemic has been absolutely bonkers. You know, we've been one of those families that has taken things really seriously you know to some extent in some people's opinion maybe too seriously like my kids haven't got had a play date since last march like we haven't they haven't gotten into a store since last march you know so vr has kind of like saved my life (laughs) during this pandemic in terms of being able to feel like i'm not going crazy um yeah man i don't know like i've just been kind of drilling down and trying to focus on new skills because that's kind of huge for me right now is learning new skills um building um has like i haven't pulled some of my skills out since college so i graduated with a degree in psychology with a minor in art and i was going to go into art therapy to help sad and abuse kids you know yeah and it ended up not happening because when i graduated from college you know one the economy was pretty crappy still it's like around 2010 people just weren't able to pay or hire our therapist at the time. So kind of ended up going into like, you know, some retail stuff and some in corporate. I worked for a technology company selling some like IT solutions to 
small companies in Los Angeles and stuff like that. But um, one thing I really loved about college was like being creative and things like that, which is kind of like why like I have my my little backpack Yo, here. There it is. Yeah. Nice. So here's like here's my backpack. I'm just trying to get back into this, you know, like I haven't worked with carb. This is cardboard. So as you can see, like it's so I did it so quickly. Wow. I just like you can stick my whole arm in there. <laughs> <You> <laughs> right, so that's the population one backpack that that's allows the you to glide. One yeah. Yep. So, it's, wow. um, but I haven't worked with like cardboard or like 3D stuff since college. And so I hit up my college professor. I'm like, okay, like here I go. Should I do foam? Should I do like cardboard? He goes like, you got it, you know? So nice. um, I want to start kind of working with this again. So like basically for me, um, my life is all around trying to become a better cosplayer, trying to become a better artist um, and working with like different mediums and stuff like that. Here's my AK. Nice. Dude, nice. What's all that yeah. shit on the side of it? It's it's this what's is... in the screenshot. Oh, I know, AK, but yeah. it's something. I don't there. know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about weapons. I'm sorry, you guys, but I just kind of like did the best I could. I just copied it to the best of my ability. Oh. Can... So, yeah. but I mean, like, what's what are all those attached? Is that like a little radio? Like those knobs? Like is that all? It looks like it is. There, honestly, like there was one little piece on this gun that I did not attach, and it was like a walkie-talkie um that was supposed to have like a little coil and there's a little walkie-talkie i ran out of time um mm -hmm. and i was kind of lazy because i was so over it i was trying to get this cosplay done as soon as possible yeah so like this um, fucking looks good enough all right i don't need yeah, the walkie-talkie like, <laughs> <laughs> they'll figure it out <laughs> they'll figure it out so yeah man like it's this is wow. it this is all i really think about this is all i this is all that's going through my mind right so now is how do you start stuff. on a gun like that do you actually you have an actual AK that you modify, or do you have a toy gun? Did you go out and find a toy AK, or did you build it yeah. all from scratch? No. So this right here is just an airsoft gun. So I oh. ordered an airsoft gun. So it's pretty um, identical in scale to what people would have. And then yeah. from there, I just... I just do like, that's such a hard question sometimes to yeah. ask like a cosplayer. Um, and you know, my husband actually told me to create a video because even with small things, right? Like my sweater for my Alex cosplay with the black Mesa logo on it. Yeah. Um, I almost went to spend the money and pay like a printer to go and print the sweater for me, do the logo. You know, I try to find shortcuts whenever I can. Um, but in order to have those kind of companies print anything out for you, then you have to like give them the logo. Then you're running in copyright issues. And then I, mm -hmm. I emailed the developers at Valve and no one got back to me about whether or not I had the rights to use that on a sweater, you know, to give permission to a printing company. And I just got so tired of waiting. I was like, screw it. I'm just going to buy a cheap sweater. I'm going to make myself a quick um, logoed um, sweater. And, but it's like little details. It's like, there's, I used a waffle print sweater um, and I made sure so it looked a little bit weathered. I didn't want it to look like someone took some vinyl and like, you know, ironed it on there. There's some authentic yeah, yeah. things that kind of happen in the creative process. And it's kind of like what I do with that. So I just try to stay as, as accurate as possible. There's little things about cosplaying that like only I notice that no one else will notice. Like <laughs> for example, ooh crap on this gun. So the stripes, are supposed to be going in the opposite direction. Oh. I taped it wrong. 
<laughs> but it's like it's not even that big of a deal. But to yeah. me, I'm like, gosh darn it, I put it on backwards. Yeah, and you, you, anything you do, you want to do it to your best ability, right? So I totally yeah. understand that. Do you have anything like do you use 3D printing or anything like that to your advantage? I don't, you know, like a 3D printing, um, anyone who does 3D printing, um, that's kind of like a hobby all on its own. You know, is, you have to have the equipment, you have to have the know-how. I mean, you, you don't have to kind of create like, sorry, I don't know the correct terminology, but when you're doing like the the computer design of like, like the 3D whatever, stuff, yeah, the, the 3D, 3D modeling. Stuff, Mm -hmm. Right. You don't have to know how to do those things. You can always like download or, you know, purchase from somebody else and then yeah. just print it out. But there's a lot of like technical little things that you need to learn. And like I said, like my time is so like razor thin, like I barely mm -hmm. sleep because I want a game. I want to have fun. I want to watch TV and like, I want to, yeah. you know, relax. And that's all hard so, with a family and all that stuff. It really is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. So no, I haven't done 3D printing. Um, a lot of my stuff that I try to do is by hand. And like I mentioned, part of the reason why I'm quick cosplay is besides the fact that my gaming name has been quick Silva since I was like 16 years old. Um, but also I like to do quick projects if I can, you know, so if I can buy something and modify it, um, that's usually the route that I will go. Very rarely will I ever make anything directly from scratch. And I have friends who cosplay and do every stinking thing, the embroidery by hand, the beading by hand, like wow. God bless, like sew the whole dress like from scratch. That takes a lot of time and a lot of skill. Again, like I I I wish I had a little plug like in the matrix where I can just learn mm -hmm. shit, like, you know, within seconds, but mm -hmm. it's just not, I just yeah, don't man. have enough Soon. time. I know. Well, <laughs> well, the thing about that I love about this is that like it's a lot of work to do these things. Sure. You know, yeah. but in that work is so much goddamn expression. Like it feels so good to create these kinds of things mm -hmm. and to pull it together and yeah. to see your creation mm -hmm. come to life. You know, like it's like like expressive dance is a lot of work, you know, like jumping around is a lot of work, but they are expressing themselves, you know, and that's what this is about. It's not about just how hard can you work on it. The harder you work, the more expression there is. And that's, that's the mm -hmm. beauty in stuff yeah. like this, you know, because you're expressing yourself and you're yeah. vibing, you know, it's yeah. awesome. I've, I've always yeah. wanted to get into cosplay. I, you know, I spent, spent the past 20 years going to every comic-con convention and every Dude. type of thing that i could that i could come across i mean i, I cosplay over and over and over you i know but the thing is i'm i'm six seven that's 300 i'm 300 pounds and it's freaking impossible i can't go to like a goodwill and get like the base stuff do you know what i mean yes i you would have to does. i would have to learn how to sew i'd have to work yeah. with the with all the different foams and plastics and uh -huh. melting things like holy shit but do a guy of your stature sure but like but, Whoa, yeah, but so like what Quick's awesome saying, things. like you have to have the time. You can't make time. Yeah. You can't print time out of your printer. Like you have to have it. And when you have a family <laughs> and when you sweet. have a job and you have like all this stuff and yeah. you're trying to get games in, like I, I'll play till two, three in the morning because that's the only time I have to play. Yeah. And it's either that or nothing sometimes, Dang. right? So you do what you got to do. And mm -hmm. I just don't have the time to, to figure out how to do this stuff. 
and to make it work really, really well for me as, as well, you know, so it, it's, it's a lot of times it's time and, and, you it. know, we're going to find that sure. I, I would. Yeah. I want to see you turn into like that huge thing from Ninja Turtles that the brain guy is like, he's, like in the stomach, you know, you know what I'm saying? I do. I do. Or, Okay, uh, that's I just think the, I would, that's just the first one. do that. I, I would rather go with like Terminator Two, the dude coming out of the guy's stomach. Quaid. Oh yeah, Quaid, oh, You know, that's, like, there's that's a lot total of good recall. Stuff. That's total, total recall. recall. Total recall. Yeah. Love. Like, there's, yeah. <laughs> but you know, there's a lot of yeah, things I, I would mean, love not... to do, but you know, it's just it's hard. It takes time. I think if you were to go down that route, you would you would be looking at like custom custom cosplay pieces yeah. you know what i mean you're custom sending people your measurements mm -hmm. that's expensive i've done that once well no i lie i've done that a couple Crane. times i've had commissioned pieces but holy cow dude like my um, I, I had a masande piece i had custom made for me like her coat from season eight when that like winter one that she wears yeah. right so that masande coat when it arrived i was so excited because i was like oh in my head it was going to be a certain way and that's a hard thing about being an artist and a cosplayer is because in your brain like you can be very detail oriented and have something very specific in your vision and then you have someone else's creative brain put it together and then it arrives you're like gosh darn it it is not what I had in my brain. So what yeah. ends up happening is I get these expensive custom pieces that I have commissioned, and then I spend more time dyeing it, sewing extra stuff on, eh. like yeah. exactly what I end up doing. So and you spent the money, it. and you spend the money. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes it's worth it. That coat for that Masande was like necessary. Like I need, I didn't have time. I was, you know, we, we flew out to Colorado for a weekend for that photo shoot. It was badass. It was so much fun. I'm going to wow. dig and, up those pictures. Cause I think yeah. you probably made a goddamn good Masande. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I really enjoy cosplaying as her, you know, but yeah, that coat, like I, I had, I'm, but I'm glad that the base structure of it, because the seamstress, the seamstress that made it, she did still a really great job in terms of like fitting it to my body. But you know, mm. like I had to tweak the color, I had to tweak like, you know, I wanted the real like kind of leather binding in the front. Like I didn't want fabric, you know, mm. I wanted to yeah. be like legit. Well, yeah. it is legit, and we are so happy that you're doing all of this stuff. We're Thank huge you. fans of of you and the games that you emulate and the, mm -hmm. and beyond. And uh, this has just been so much fun. Like, thank you for being yeah. on the show and joining us. Oh it my gosh, been, for sure. It's been super awesome. I, um, you know, I, you get curious. You see, you see people doing things on Twitter. You see, you know, stuff on Instagram, and you're like, what is this person like? What are they? You know, it, it's great to meet. The, the talent behind the art and and um, and just to get to know the people behind it and the, because there's so much yeah. passion and expression behind all this stuff and it's just good to uh, it's it really good. and you know you know what I what, what I wanted to say too is you actually you actually got featured in two magazines this this year in the past like month right yeah, within like a year. Yeah. Well, not in the past month. Uh, the last one was in the late spring of last year of 2020, and then just recently. So within a one year span, it was two. Man, I'm just I get really like I'm I'm so honored. You know, like I know that some friends are like, no, you shouldn't doubt yourself or think that you wouldn't be worthy 
of being featured on things like that. Um, because I know, like I said, I know so many people who are damn good at what mm -hmm. they do. And I'm working on that, you know, trying to feel proud of the work that I put out, know that like, maybe it's the, it's the love that I'm putting into it. That's coming out. Um, I don't know, like, but yeah, I was super, super honored. Like I'm honored to be on this show, speaking to you guys, talking about the things that I love to do, giving shout outs and, you know, rising up like some of the other cosplayers out there, you yeah. know, <laughs> the yeah. VR community, like, God, I love it all so much. So yeah, I'm just honored to have been featured in those. Well, awesome. it's great. We love what you're doing and uh, we yeah. want you to continue. If 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 this has been someone's introduction to quick cosplay, uh, what's the best way to follow up and to keep tabs on your journey? Yeah, um, I post most of my pictures on my Instagram page, which is quick cosplay, um, simple as that. I'm also on Facebook, which most of my stuff gets transferred from Instagram to Facebook. And I just recently joined Twitter in November. So oh. I, have, I had no idea what I was doing. I feel like a fish out of water. Sometimes I'm like, maybe I should say something. But then I'm like, delete. I'm like, it's so lame. No one wants to hear what I have to say about that. <laughs> so it's a whole new world for me um but yeah so but also on twitter i am quick cosplay so you can find me on all of those three platforms and we've got links below we do links in the description yes. and there's also links right down on the monitor below me here to a couple of those the instagram and, and twitter uh you can follow quick cosplay you can keep up with what she's doing and the new cosplays and you definitely want to because half-life alex she's going to be cosplaying alex vance boom Rebecca, yeah, coming up more? within the yep. next month or so. Rebecca, quick cosplay, yeah. quick Silva. If you see her on the battlefield, you should probably go the <laughs> other way. Thank you so very much for joining <laughs> us. We will see Thank you, you so next much. time, okay? We are going to we're going to eject you. Uh, but thank you. Thank you for being here. It was super, Bye. super fun. Bye. Bye. She gone. Bye. She gone. Well, that was really fun. Um, chat, thank you guys so much for being here. Yeah. Uh, you know, we try to like get as many people involved as we can like early because once we get into the conversation, it's kind of yeah. hard to start pulling stuff in. But we see you guys here on um, 360 VR Labs. Martin's here. Uh, Hack the Game Cat, Dad Bod, Dad Bod. I know all about Dad Bod, Dad Bod. Krang, by the way, he came through with the Krang. I couldn't remember the name of that character. Yeah, 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 yeah. So good job, Dad Bod. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Trinidad, dude. Lissa, Dusty Sniper, PD, thank you guys all so much for being here. Thank you. Um, you know, Nelson, all you guys. This has been an absolute pleasure. We love doing this show. And uh, it's you guys make it even even more fun for us. Yes. So thank you for being here. FX. Uh, you, all. you guys are awesome. We have another episode next week. We do. Next week, that Tom Clancy show will be joining our show. We um we guessed. We guested on on that Tom Clancy show uh, last year or, or some or something like that. You know, yeah, like six months ago six or months something. A year ago, but it's awesome. So this show, his show, is absolutely incredible. He does the show from within VR. Um, it's almost like a a um, uh, like a late night like a late night show. Yeah, you know, uh, but it's all in VR, and he gets to use all these cool custom props and. He's a he's a computer robot guy, and he's super funny and an awesome dude. And uh, we're really, really excited to chat with him next week. Thank you guys so much. Emil, we see you. We love you. German Rifter, we see you. We love you. Dark Angel, Lissa, everybody else who's been here in the chat, thank you guys so much. We will see you next week, episode six of season three with that Tom Clancy show. Alex Skiva, 
See you guys fucking next time. Bye.